Chapter 34, I am Bayes, volume 1, page 57. Maimer 9, Discourse 9. And we're in the middle of the discussion of the Esos Fidus, the structure of existence. As it began in the vision of the artist, the cosmic artist, God, and then manifest what we call Eris and Kalim is how it manifests in a uh, structure, still a divine structure, Salam Alakim. And um, that divine structure means that there's distinct entities called Chochme, Bina, Chesed, Gvura, and so on. That's what structure means, distinct. It's distinct, it's distinguished, you can define it as parameters, etc., etc. The, fun, the fundamental parameter we're discussing now is Milo Mato, the language in Hebrew, which really means higher and lower. Essentially degrees, stages, states, states of being. So besides the fact that Chachma is different than Bina, that wisdom is different than understanding, and that intellect is different than emotions, they also have a different level of intensity because that's what makes them diverse. So something that is of a more refined container, think the mind, can therefore generate and create more refined energies. Just to use my own example here, like for example, the body has also the heel that walks on the ground. That's also part of the body. It's also a container. The heel is fashioned in a way that it can absorb the shock and it can absorb the blow of walking on the ground. If God forbid you took the skin and the muscles and the, the, the so-called the personality of the heel and put, and put that in the brain and put the brain and the heel they both wouldn't do their function because the brain is a much more just subtle you know, the brain has to be protected by the skull it's a much more subtle thing like the heart is a very subtle and very very gentle type of um, organs and as such are containers for much more subtler type of expression the mind the brain can conceive of ideas. The heel, the heel, the foot can't. So everything has its energy and has its container and these levels. So generally he spoke about the difference between Chachma and Bina. The concept is just a point and the Bina is the development of it and therefore as the container so-called expand and become more Metzias, meaning more substance, the, the, the generating of the, the energy is also more substance and therefore less abstract. Less sublime. The same thing, meichen and midis, intellect and emotions. Emotions, the container there is what's in it for me. Am I attracted or repelled by something? So you're already talking about real mitzvahs. Meichen, by, by its personality, is really going away from yourself. So you could say the container of meichen, the container of intellect, is already a more sublime one because it's not about subjective interest. Emotions are already subjective interest. So therefore, the energy it generates is powerful. But it doesn't have the sub- same sublime, uh, ethereal, I guess, ruchnizdike, dakuzdike uh, personality. That's chapter 33, more or less. Spoke about it in Avedis Hashem as well. That the goal, however, is that it does come down to Midas. You have to, can't remain in the intellect. But from the level of Gili, the last thing he said, that even though it has to come down to Midas, because that's how it affects a human being in mitzvahs and actions and also in transforming the animal soul. But in, in, in pure intensity, the mind power is more powerful than emotional power. Intellectual power is more emotional. 
which we also see. You see, the fact is, with the mind, we can conceive of things, innovations and inventions that change the world. Emotions are more what, what's in it for me, what I gain from it, etc., how I relate to it. But the actual idea of thinking of, a, of thinking out of the box, so to speak, thinking of a new concept, is purely intellect. So the intellect can travel to places that the emotions can never travel to. Precisely because they're not so narrowly defined by what, 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 for me, not for me. See, so, so the mind essentially takes us to a, can take us on a trip to places that are far beyond, called imagination, creativity, whatever word we want to use. And that's directly connected to its bitl. It's going out of itself. That's what a mind is. A curious mind, what does a curious mind do? It explores something outside of itself. Not in its own little shtetl chalem, and its own little farm, but looking outside of your own farm, out of your own, getting off your reservation. Lech lecha. So now we continue chapter Lamed Dalet, page 57. And the example of this we'll understand above. Remember, all this in chapter 33 was an example. It was an example from faculties of the soul. Keiches HaNefesh, an example to understand Keiches Eres Pnimim, internal and integrated energies. So the dogma from all this, Lamayla, and I was going to explain how Chochm and Bina and all this is in the spiritual realm, meaning namely Atzilus. So, in the faculties, we understood it. Chachma, what is the keli? It's only a spark of an idea. It's an akud, a point. And thus, it's a container for something very subtle. So, what is it, lamaila? So, literally, that's the marshal. So, so to speak, well, it's more than a marshal, as we know. We're created in the divine image. So, our faculties are actual mirror image of what's going, reflecting what's going on above. So Chachma, the reason I'm, I'm emphasizing this because it's a very important for methodology of how to learn Chassidus, that after you speak about it so-called in our own lives, in our own, person, in our own persons, the Kreich Nefesh, the faculties, like he says, you know, Nefesh. So now, if you went to chapter Lamadal without Lamad Gimel, you'd be like learning Eitz Chaim. Because then it says, So I say, what does that mean? By using faculties of the nefesh, the spirit of the soul, you get a little sense of it. You know, midas, mechen, sichel. But if, as he says in Tanya, the kreches and nefesh are nishtalshlomahen from the esosphiris. But to talk about the esosphiris without talking about the faculties is somewhat abstract. So mukobalim, kabbalists, people who know it properly, they when they read that, they understand it. They understand the application. For us, we have to go from the example, move from the mushal to the nimshal, or move from a lower world to a higher world. I'm just pointing that out. That so, so now we can understand when it says, That's the formula in the source. They can say right there. Chachma radiates an intent. Ribu is both kamas and echus. Ribu means... Um, Intensified, Ribu means an abundance, abundance of energy, of light. See here, energy is more appropriate than light, because not light, as we say, it's about the energy. It's, 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 uh, huh? Yeah, 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 yeah. The fee, and why? Because Chachma has a diminished or a minimal amount of containers. So there's the formula. Container, energy, how they work with each other. 
הוא ידוע, זה בחוכמה גם הכלי, או גם הכלי, הוא בערך אל הער. אז זה נכון שהחוכמה, even the container, is commensurate, is proportionate to the energy within חוכמה. I may explain it, but let me say what I have to say about this, because remember we talked about Nekudah Kav and Shetach. And Nekudah Yud, which is Chochma, the Keli there, you see right away the Keli is a much smaller one. I don't mean just physically smaller. It's a concentrated one. So the Keli is much is fitting to the air, which is the whole point of all the faculties in general. Every Keli, like when you study, let's say, the eye, the fascinating thing is that every aspect of the eye is conducive, is, is exactly necessary for the ability to see, letting light in, blocking light, the whole balance of what allows vision to take place. When we emulate it and create a camera, we're copying those components. A bird, its wings, its weight, its how, how it generates, how it takes off. Everything is made exactly for it to be able to do what it does. When they create an airplane, they're, they're literally copying exactly what a bird is doing, but of course in a much larger scale, But that's why you need that speed. They have to figure out what's the speed for a plane to take off when it's defying gravity. You're talking about a plane that weighs several tons. But, 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 but relatively speaking, a bird has the same challenge. We can't fly and a bird could fly. It's not because a bird weighs less. Because you have an ant can't fly. It weighs even less than a bird. It's because the structure of the bird's anatomy is such that allows it to have whatever is the, the, the thrust, the wingspan, The ability to, you know, the wings, of course, are critical. Take away a wing from a bird, and it can't fly. So not that the bird is a flying thing. It's because of the wings, the way the wings work, the way they flutter, etc., etc. The point I'm making here, that containers are exactly tailored to the energy. They're not two incidental things. Like when you take, take a stone and you throw it, you're imposing on the stone something the stone doesn't have. Cause it to defy gravity by flying for a few minutes. Anyway, the point here, going back, is that That the Nekudah, the, the Keli in Chochmah, is Be'erech Ala'er. Then he adds in the parentheses. How long is this parentheses? No, 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 it's just a few lines. Six lines. Be'pad the Shad HaShemes. Remember the thoroughness of Ayin Beis. So everything is very thorough. And Pad the Shad HaShemes. Pad this in the Ramak. In the Gate of Names. Shad HaShemes is just simply a section in Pad this. What is the name? You know, every one, every one of the divine names has a corresponding sphere. Chachm is Yudke. Not just Yud, Yudke. Ubahagos lebir deveire tovkuf samaches. This is the Alta Rebbe. Means the footnote, the gloss to the beard, the explanation of Eire tovkuf samaches. Kosov, he writes. Tahari betiferes shuhu b'riachatikun tichun. Hakeli Hishem Havaya. That the Feris, which is the middle rod, we're talking about the Mishkan, the middle rod. In, in, in the Sphiris, it means the middle Kavam Tsoi, like the spine, that runs through Kesar, Das, Tiferis, Isod, Malchus. So he says, in that moment, he says, that the Keli Hishem Havaya. The Keli Hishem Havaya, the container. Is Shem Havaya. Kolshkein, which in a way is different than what he says in Pardis. In Pardis he says Yud Kei is Chochme. Kolshkein Chochme Shem Hashem Moker Am Shachas B'Riach Atichin Shakeli Kumaya Eir. 
Actually, no, it is consistent. He's saying that in general, the Kali Shem Havaya and Teferis. And Chachma, which is even higher, so how much more so Chachma from where is the root of the of the middle rod, of the Kavam Tsai, of the middle path. That the container is like the energy. Okay. In other words, in general, the Kalim, the, the, the names of God, the different names, whether it's Kale or others, are all referred to the containers. And in Tefeles, because it's more refined, the container itself is Shem Havaya. Yeah, yeah, it's much more air. Yeah, the Kali is like air. That's the point. This says in many different places that the Kalim of Teferis are like closer to the air. Yeah. For example, you can't say the Kali of Netzach is, uh, or the Kali of, uh, of other names of, let's say, Chesed. The Kale is in Chesed. So there you don't say the Kale, you say that the air. Is uh, is kale and the kale is a much is a lower level expression of it. When it comes to uh, teferes, you say the kale is much more refined and the kale itself is havaya. That's why it's a brichatikin. What he says in this. No, 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 no. I, I said that, but I'm correcting myself. Shemus are um, well, well. He spoke about shemus. We spoke about shemus. Shemus is really the in the in the, in the the interface between Eris and Kalim, between the Shaman and Guf, generally speaking. But um, uh, but generally speaking as well, that this, essentially the Eir, look at Kali, this goes back to the opinions, where the Shemus of Hashem are, they're in the Kalim under the Eris. But generally speaking, the Kali and Eir of every Shem are two separate entities. There's the, 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 the Eir of, of, of Chesed, there's the Kleya Chesed. There's the Eir of Kale and there's the Kleli. In Teferes, because of its sublime nature, because of its Kavim Tsoi, the Keli, is, the Keli itself is Shem Havaya. The other places you would say the Eir, not the Keli. And there's Kolshkein Chochme, which is even higher, the source of Brichatichin, so the Keli is like the energy. And the, that's consistent the part that Shem of Chochme is Yudke. Obamokam Achir Iser. Isa, and elsewhere it says, "Ruzel Hashene, ki Havayu who aides the Atzilas v'Shem Alekim who Akeli v'Akeli v'Hem Gimul Pchinus." It says the Havayu is the energies of Atzilas, and Shem Alekim who Akeli, and Alekim refers to the container, and the Akeli v'Hem Gimul Pchinus, and there are three levels in these containers. V'Im Kain. And according to this, then Imkain, if that's the case, I they have Bina who is Chabas Eir Imakeli. So because Bina is is, uh, is Elokim, that means that Bina you have the connection between the energy and the container. That's why Lachenu Havaya Benikud Elokim. That's why Bina is Havaya in the with the pronunciation of Elokim. You know, Havaya can be pronounced in different ways. It can be pronounced like Adnai. Can be pronounced also like Elokim. But Chochme is Havai alone, without Elokim. Because there, it's only he and his energies are one. All this is that is what it says elsewhere. 
which is higher than the containers. And look at the Mimer, this is from the Tzemach Tzadik, it's called the Drush of Gimel Mine Odom, which I've referred to in the past. Briefly, what he says in the parentheses, which is a little dense and Kabbalistic, he's essentially dissecting what does it mean that the Keli of Chochmah is similar to the Er. So briefly, it goes like this, Chochmah is Yudke. So as soon as you say Chochmah is Yudke, you're already saying it's a more sublime level. Chochmah is Yudke. That's the highest level of, of, of Avaya. The two first letters of Avaya. Then he adds that just like Tiferes, even more so, even more than Tiferes, where the container is that refined that it's Avaya, so much more Chochmah. And then finally, the third source he, he, he brings is that that in general, in Atsilas, like I said, there's energy and there's containers. The energy is Havaya, and the container and, and, and the, the, the Havaya is the energies, and Alakim is the container. And that breaks down. Bina compared to Chachm is like Alakim compared to Havaya. But in Bina, it, it's more of a container. Havaya is, is Chachm is Havaya alone, without anything else, like we said. That means even the container is similar to the energy. That's essentially what he's saying here in the Kabbalistic terminology. The Havana, the explanation of it is what we're discussing now. But technically speaking, that's what it comes down to. And here are the sources where the container of Chochmah is itself like the level of, uh, of Avaya, of Ayr. Of the bottom line is that in the, in, when you talk about the energies and containers of Atsilas, there are containers that are much more substance and therefore much more essentially much more defined and then containers that are much more sublime. Chachma, which is the highest level of Atzilus, the container itself is a very sublime one, a very ethereal, a very, a barely there, basically. Miyut kelim, as he said. Now continuing on. And in general, Chachma is, is a point alone. It's only a point. ayin. A point is a level of ayin. Ayin means substanceless. You know, there's the ayin and yesh. So, comp- relatively speaking, if you look at the letters in the Hebrew alphabet, a yud is ayin compared to, let's say, a hey, or an aleph for that matter, because it has no ispastus, it has no length and no width. It's just a point. Like it says in some places, we have to we have to have something to hold on to, so we so make a point. But the fact that it's only a point. Tells you that it's not that it's very reflective of something that's beyond really the measurements, the parameters of Eirechadechiv and Emek, which is uh, the three dimensions of length, width, and depth. He's explaining what he said before. Since it's only a point, which is almost like nothingness, relatively speaking, that's why there you have an abundance of energy flow. And in Bina, we're already comprehending the idea. It's no longer an Akuda. It's no longer a point. It's now being fleshed out. It's being developed. The energy gets diminished. Because the containers of Bina are now Metzias. What's the Metzias? We learned before it's Asius. There's letters, there's words, there's ideas. There's a whole uh, development here. Expansion. He's referring to what he just said. Because what's the name in Bina? The name in Havaya, in, in Chochmah, is Havaya. 
or Yudke. So there the, fo- the focus is on the energy. The container is very, very minimal. In Bina, it's already Havaya is now coming into Elohim. That's the Kabbalistic terming, terminology that energy is now manifest in a, in a broader form of container. The Elohim who ina Kalim. And Elohim is the Inyan of Kalim. Sometimes we say Elohim is Gematri Hateva. Or it's Gvura. But here he's talking about Elohim and Havaya as Er and Kali. So Havaya is Er. Elohim is Kalim in the names of God. And in that context, Chochmah, even the Kali is like Er. And Bina, where they already have Havayas coming down into Elohim, is you have it inside of already in containers. Remember, all this is an example. Like I said, if we learned this chapter without the previous chapter, this would be completely cryptic. You know, what, what does it mean? You look at, let's say, Priyat Chaim, or uh, in, in Kabbalah, Chochmah is Havaya, Bina is Havaya ben Nikud Elohim, Eir, Keli, Miyut. What's, what's the Havana? This is a perfect example where Chassidus, what Chassidus comes to contribute. So the Reb Marash said, not like the world says that Chassidus is a beer on Kabbalah, Kabbalah is a beer on Chassidus. You can see this in Ayin Beis, by the way. Of course, the question is asked, what does that mean? How could that be Chassidus came after Kabbalah? That would be like saying the, the Mishnah is a beer on the, on the Gemara. The answer is, because Chassidus talks about it, how it is in Elokus overall, Kabbalah just talks about it, how it's in the Nehla Matzilis, in a particular world called Seid. The Rebbe explains this in Kuntis and Yonah Shuteris Chassidus. That Chassidus is Yechida. Kabbalah is, is Chaya. So you have the Pshat, Rem is Drush Sad, is the four elements. Pshat is Asiya, Rem is and Drush, the two opinions, Yitzira and Briya. And Hatzilis is Sad. But then there's elements Ein Seif, the fifth Madrega. So that's Nefesh, Ruach, Nesham, Chaya. And Yechida encompasses them all. So Chassidus talks about it, how it's in the full picture. Kabbalah doesn't talk so much in Kreches HaNefesh. talks about it in one realm, how it's in the divine uh, so-called structure, in Ksaid. Chassidus connects it to Pshat Lemez Drush, but also more importantly, it's the Etzem that brings it all into all sides. So when you're really learning, let's say this, it's true. Kabbalah is the source, so-called, the root of the ideas as they are evolved in us. But it's not just that Chayich Sanavish is an example. It's actually the manifestation of what's going on in Atzilis in us is Chachm and Bina. So when you look at Chachm of a human being, you have a taste of Chachm of Atzilis. Kabbalah only teaches you about the Atzilis part. Kabbalah is the engineering room. Chassidus is also for the layman, basically. Because it explains it also for each of us in our lives. Kabbalah, like I said, you read this alone, there's the levels. But on the other hand, you want to know what they are in the source, in the engineering room. So here we have it. Chochmah Bina is Havaya, and Havaya Benikud Elikim, which essentially is Elikim is Kalim. Havaya is Eir. And in Chochmah, even the Kali is Havaya. In Bina, it already takes on some type of substance. That's the Kalim of Bina. We're not even talking about Midas yet. The Bina, Hibchinis Asoga. Now he's explaining because Bina is the level of comprehension. Comprehension is already yesh mitzias, because I'm saying I'm comprehending something. Chochmah is just radiates the, the truth of an idea, so you just get the point that this is the, the the concept in a concentrated form. Bina is now fleshing it out, so Bina is understanding. So right away it's called yesh mitzias. 
it has substance. It has a whole. It's 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 the whole entity. Like it says, that's of course a uh, pasuk that's brought at the end of Mishnais. Talking about yesh, literally means to give to lahanchil uh, would be to to lahanchil is a yerusha, a yerusha inheritance to pass on inheritance to eveyesh to those that love him. Eveyesh. So there in the end of Mishnah is end of Shas. Eveyesh. He says yes. Is a shayelim is you know lahanchil eveyesh. What's the lashon there? Huh? Yeah. So lashon is matzah kadosh baruch hu claim achzik bracha ella hashalom. Shenemar. Right. I think that's the lashon there. Lahanchil eveyesh. Says what he's So the commentaries explain what that means. But here he's basically teaching lahanchil eveyesh yesh as Referring to Bina. The question is how this hints to Bina. La'anchil e've yesh. So yesh coming from the word yeshes. Metzias. It's a level of Bina basically. Uli yesha kele mebchines metzias. And being that the containers of Bina are have substance, are on the level of substance. Huh? That's what it means. La'anchil e've yesh. So if you have something as a tzadikim. Yes, is the the the, the, the understanding, the wisdom of God, the godly knowledge. Okay, the hanchil of yesh. In other words, so he's going to pass on as an inheritance to the to the, the, the yesh, the, the the comprehension of godliness. Okay. Well, the yesh I can And being that the containers of bina are of substance, That's why the energy is in a diminished form. Yesterday we asked the question. Which way does it work? Does our enemy energy first diminished and then the containers? Clearly, it goes both ways. It's, it's it's commensurate with each other. But here he's definitely saying that because the containers are substance, meaning since you want to develop it and to flesh it out, the energy has to be diminished. It's basically a rule that, if you think about it, is a rule from the a cardinal rule in existence. As soon as you want something to reach more people. Or more, uh, more expanded uh, contexts, you have to diminish the energy. They say in uh, like software, when you're writing software for companies, so the more customized it is, um, the more mistake, the more problems there are. You know, when you have something that's pretty generic, you can't customize it, but you have a certain type of uh, stability. As soon as you want to get more details in it, it always makes everything more complicated. The point I'm making here is that the fact is that when you want to flesh something out in detail, it always needs to have a much more, you can't have the same type of uh, intensity, quality, control, so to speak. Um, hmm? What? Exactly. Right. So, so, uh, so basically, as Bina develops it further into details, the energy there is more diminished. Like Marazal like, say, by the Mea Shalech, we're talking about the waters of uh, what they call Shiloh, right? Shiloh. Yeah, Shiloh. Yeah. Shahi Makalchin Ki 
which means in its root. Yeah, yeah, like a, like a concentrated point. Right. Chivu, when it's spread out, nisma. Chivu, so they tried to make it wider. But what happened was, by trying to make it wider, nisma to meimov. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the, the the waters got diminished, like a, like 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 anything, like a, like a, like a live spring of water, and its root, it's very intense. As soon as as soon as you. Um, you widen the containers, like I just said, with the thing. As soon as you widen the containers, it's automatically. But what happened there? Did something actually happen that was a problem? At that time, the Besamek they tried to widen the... It should be more water should come, and it actually produced the opposite effect. Less water came. During less water. pressure, I think. That's yeah. what happened. Less pressure. You might lose a kid. Well, then you the substance. No, but actually less water flowed. It was an interesting phenomenon, yeah. But today would be the same case. It's a natural phenomenon. No, it was flowing like he said, like very, very, very narrow, very small, very not not enough. They wanted more, so they, they tried to widen it. And actually, it was it was it actually caused less water to come. But that's because of the pressure issue, right? I think so. Well, look, if water's let's say down in the spring and it's very very intense. And you have a very narrow opening; it's going to come flowing through. You widen the opening; you're going to, it's going to not need to break through, so it's going to like so-called recede. The reason I'm asking is because the question is really how it works with Chochmah and Bina. Because Bina is like the. I understand. You see, because even without that, the fact is that um, as soon as you, what's the word for it? As soon as you bring something. As soon as you bring something to more people, let me just think what I was going to say. What I was saying before with software, as soon as you want to create a software that accommodates more situations, you have. I'm saying you have to. It has to get weakened. I, I, I actually said the opposite. I think before when it's customized to one. So you can have a very intense and very powerful system. But as soon as you want it to, to let's say, work for a lot different type of scenarios, you, you have to, it has to get weaker. It essentially does mean that, that when you, when you take, let's say, concentrated intense flow of water, and then you widen the channels, the, the water is going to subside. It has to subside. It has to be weaker. That's the whole definition. Broader containers weaken the flow. What were you going to say with the franchise? You got you got you got to lower the 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 and oh no and right and you have to you have to simplify it you have to simplify you can't, exactly the deeper and more complex it is the harder it is to really uh, spread out so basically the rule of existence is that when something manifests in larger scale it has to be diminished in its source yeah. So we see from this Maimar Chazal by the Meishaleach, which is where they drew the water from for the Beis Amigdash, just to give a little background, that there was a, uh, a spring that would run, I think it was uh, discovered by, by, by Shlema Melech, Shlema Melech built it? The, the water? Well, it, was not, it wasn't just the water, they built a... Uh, 
they built a uh, right. They built a, a channel, so to speak, a, a thing to draw the water. This is the water used that they would draw the water. Huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It can only go up to its source. Yeah. So this is the water that was brought. Um, this is the water also for Simchas Beis Sheva. This is the water that they would draw for the Beis Hamidrash, for the for the offerings and. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You could see it. Um, but Chizkiya built something also. He built. They built it into a. What they build? They built a. Uh, okay, what do they call it? An aqueduct, right? Yeah. Okay. So bottom line is what we see from this. The beginning is mir takelim. When it was like Keiser, meaning it was all Mekalchen means, uh, it's like almost like frozen. What's Mekalchen? Like concentrate. Mekalchen is flowing? Mekalchen Keiser. Okay, so why, why do I think Keluach? Okay, my mistake. Another word. Okay, fine. Flowing. So when it was concentrated like that, when it was just in a very concentrated form, that's when radiated a lot of energy. And when the containers were widened, expanded, the, the flow, the energy diminished. And that's what it means, that Bina, because there's the expansion and the expansion of the containers, the energy gets diminished, the, 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 the energy and the revelation gets diminished. As it's known, that Bina conceals on wisdom, on chokmah. This is what it says. He will, uh, he he waved his hand over the river, not as bina. As known, not as bina. So what does it mean? He will. This talking about lost love. It talks about comparison to Kriyas Yamsuf. Kriyas Yamsuf was split into twelve zarim, twelve uh, paths. Says Lashad Lavi will be Shiva's Nacholim. It's been seven rivers, but also similar like Moshe Rabbeinu lifted the staff and it split the Hainif Yodei that he will wave his hand over the river and it will split. What's not is Bina. Well, the Asid Yib Kiyas not, and also in the future there'll be the splitting. The splitting, yeah. The splitting of the river. So the river conceals. Why do you have to split it? Why do you have to part it? Because you have to part Bina in order to reveal the Chochmah within. Because Bina conceals. Let's put it this way. When you see the river, the flow of a big river, you can't necessarily always see the point where it all began. In a way, when you read, for example, Mitla Rebbe's Maimorim, which is one of the reasons that Samar Sadiq had an issue, was that, was because the, 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 the expansion of the ideas, sometimes what was the Nekudus HaChochmah from the Alter Rebbe gets almost like Overwhelmed. Not, there has a, there's a reason for it, but you really need both Chacham and Bina to really have a focused thing. I didn't say problem. I said issue. Not problem. The Samach was was grounding all the Maimorim of that Alter Rebbe and want to know exactly what the Alter Rebbe said, and not what was added. Mitla Rebbe, everything is mixed together because Bina. It's taking the Nakuda of Chachma, the idea that the Alter Rebbe said, and just writing 100 pages on it, without distinguishing. Not saying. You know, here's the Alter Rebbe, and now I'm giving like Peter Rashi, so to speak. So Machzedek created more organization. So it was just two different uh, approaches. Bina, that's what Bina does. So Machzedek is Das. Das comes and, and 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 distinguishes it again. Not too much, God forbid. 
Mm, in a way, you could say, I don't know about Tamsis, but definitely grounding it, because it's, also the Alter Rebbe didn't bring Marim Akemis, and the Semak brings it all together in a structured way, much more structured. Yeah. But the, it says Das, but the Semak is Das. It's, das is like the Ferris in this sense. Das has many things. Um, anyway, so so parting the Nar, which is Bina, in order for there to be the premius Atayda, because that refers to the, to the revelation of the inner Atayda, which is the level revelation of that Zagilia begins Chachma. So when you learn, for example, the outer dimension of Tayda, Nigla, Gufa so there you're learning how it's manifesting already. If you want to understand the so-called the source of it, that's Chachma, Prima Satayda. Okay. The Kashem Shakriya Samsav Hayacharan Lamatan Tayda. Now he's explaining this Pasuk. Just like Kriya Samsav, the parting of the sea was a preparation for the giving of the Torah. The Kedaman Tayda Yitzorach Lies Kriya Samsav. Before Mantayda needed to be Kriya Samsav, which answers, of course, a big question. Kriya Samsav was not a necessity for them to pass any river to get to Israel. So clearly there's a deeper reason why God led them there. And to kill the Egyptians, there's other ways to kill the Egyptians. So basically, Kri Samsov is a fundamental step, not just incidental. It's a preparation to receiving Torah. Why? The question is why. And then he's going to compare that to the parting of the sea, Lashid Lavi. So there was twice in history of parting of the sea. One for Gili Tera in general, and the second for Gili Primus Tera. He's going to explain that. The Yam of Chinus Malchus. There's Mepharshim that talk about it. Uh, some say it's Begashmi, it's the same thing, because it does say Vehenif Yod. I mean, they talk about Nahar Pras. That's what they generally say. I, I never found the source, but the Rebbe writes, says in the Kutzich's Chelek Aleph, that all the, it says in the Medrash, that all the Nahar and all the rivers, all the waters split by Kri Samsev. Chutzman Nahar Pras. He brings, I think, from the Rebbe Marash. I've always looked for it. I think he says that. Someone says it. The Pashtist source of it is this, because it says Vehonif Yode was Narpros, because Narpros is connected to Ganeden, the original river, etc., etc. Narpros is a, you know, in Teda, a special, special uh, role. So the love they say Narpros, so it technically it means literally, you know, we, we everyone thought the Gulf War was going to be something like that. They were uh, bombing Iraq. <laughs> um, the Euphrates. There's a lot about Chazal about the Euphrates because the Bovel it was you know Babylon. Naharpros has a lot of. I wrote once a whole all the contradictory Chazal because sometimes Naharpros is considered the highest river, sometimes considered the dirtiest river. When one Gemara. Ad Naharpros, basically the boundary in Teda took Ad Naharpros, which means. So Pashas, I mean, it means literal. Why shouldn't you say it's literal also? I mean, here's talking the Ruchni. So let's see. So, okay, what is going on here? Yam is Bechinus Malchus. He's basically explaining this whole thing with Chach Bina in the context of the, the parting of the sea. The Yam, the sea, which is Yam Suf, who Bechinus Malchus. That's the lowest level. Shekinesis, Umalemis, Betecha Eres Datsilis. That's why it's called Kinesis Yisrael. Kinesis. It's uh, Shekinesis. 
how would you translate? Knesses? Kenes. To enter. Uh, it gathers. It gathers and conceals within it the energies of Atsilas. So Malchus is the lowest level. Essentially, it gathers everything. In order for there to be Matan you need now the Gili of Atsilas. Malchus conceals that revelation. So there'd be a Gili, a revelation from uh, of the source of Atsilas. You need to split Malchus and the concealment. It's a beautiful touch. So there's a Yam. Look at a Yam. It covers over everything underneath it. If you want to have a Gili, a revelation from something, not the natural which is like it says sometimes by, what does it say by Zoshchidosh uh, and Shabbos, that the Shar Chotzer HaPnimi Yuzoya Pesuach. They opened it. It's symbolic of the idea because throughout the week, regular day, the energy flows, but it goes through a parsa, it goes through uh, curtains and diminishments. A certain time there's a gili, so the door opens up. Same thing here, the yam covers up. So Malchus, in its regular flow, controls the, it's like a filter. You want to have a high revelation, you need to somewhat remove the filter. And that's when the, that's why the sea parted. So, in other places in Chassidus it talks about sometimes the Yam is Almadizgasya, and land, Yabosha, Hofech Yom Yabosha is Almadizgalya. It's like Machshove and Dibur. Like Moshe Rabbeinu comes from Yam, Minamayim Mishesiyu. The rest of us come from Yabosha. So you want to have, once in history, a connection between, let's say, the conscious and the unconscious, so there's a parting. Yeah, yeah, of course. Nuniyama, yeah, yeah, yeah. But Moshe is the classic, obviously. I mean, literally his name. So, but here he's saying it more in context of Malchus. So you know that to have Matan Teda, which is a revelation more than just regular flow, which is really, you need to have the parting of the sea. Kamoykein Lasi, the same thing is in the future. Lasi refers to Mashiach's times. Lasi love it. In order for to be the revelation of the inner dimension of Teda, so Teda in general is Atzilus. And Malchus is the concealer. Here you need to have a parting not of Malchus but of Bina. Here you need to part the concealment that Bina. So Malchus concealer over Atzilus is a different type. Of, it's a much bigger concealer, obviously. Bina is at the end of the day is Asogya. You do or you are understanding the concept, but relative to Chochmah, it's a concealer, not a revealer. Meaning, it reveals the ideas, but it diminishes them in the process. It uh, dilutes them. So you need to have the Pekia, the splitting of this uh, of this nod, of this river of Bina. What's the reason? The reason is that we're discussing here. Because being a, being a mitzvah is being a thing of substance, of identity. It conceals on the energy of Chachmah. That's what we need to have the splitting of this Bina. To use an example in our own, you know, in faculties, even though he's talking here in Ruchnis. But for example, Chesidus brings Tavshendal and other places that Bina without Chachma, without connected to Chachma, can go with Lashon's Bederech Aklosin, which is an Aramaic word for Krum, for going off, wandering away from, the, getting lost. You see this all the time, we've discussed this. You come up with a concept, it's very clear in your mind, it's crystal. 
You don't have it all detailed, but you, you get the you know the spark is there. You share that idea with others. You have a brainstorm session. Everyone's like, oh, how do we? How, what are we going to do with this? This one says this, and this one says that, and the ideas flow for hours. At some point, you're going to hit confusion because you get to so many details, and you start real, wondering what's which details relevant, which ones not. Maybe you went off course, and we usually do go do go off course. Because that's the whole point of a brainstorm. You want to broaden the possibilities. So it's critical at that point to reconnect to Chochmah and say, okay, now that we did all this, can someone just retrace the steps? And let's see. And suddenly you find out one second. This idea is completely not relevant to what we thought of. Maybe a nice idea, but it didn't develop from Chochmah. And you can get through the clutter and try to connect. This is this is common. I mean, I'm speaking from a writing point of view, a communication point of view. You like to say you want to understand something, so you start doing research. You start research. You're always going to get confused. There comes a point where you think you lost it. I can't tell you how many times this has happened to me. You know, the only thing is once you have experience, you know you can get through it. But there's always a stage of an iron before iron ben yesh v'yesh. You go through this confusing state. And I remember sometimes sitting and writing and I say, I'm never going to be able to finish this. It's so confusing, so overwhelming. And you just have to hammer away, away, away. And then, then slowly it's like uh, the, the, the smoke starts clearing. And you start getting... It's like the clarity. Like we said, like the Nkudas Atamsas that comes after the Bina. But Bina can be very overwhelming. Because if it so expands an idea. So the idea is like this. So when you're in Bina, you need to part the sea. You need to part the, the river of Bina to get back to the Chachna. Or else the bina will will overwhelm the the whole the whole uh, concept. I'm just thinking there must be other examples of this when something gets so diluted. There has to be examples. It's like when they give you medication or they give you anything that has like a strong formula. There's a point where they say you shouldn't use it after a certain time because it gets so dissipated. I know that's a good example. I'm trying to think of something. There's definitely in chemistry. Where a property is is diluted in order to be able to absorb it, and then yeah, they they do something like some catalyst that reignites the concentrated energy within it. I have to ask our local chemists. You have any PhD in chemists? That arises anyway. Bottom line is you need to part the spina to get the chokh. Okay, that's so. Now we we covered chokhma bina lamaila. Sum up, Chachma is diminished container, meaning a very subtle container, and thus much more intense energy. Bina is more substantial container, I mean that's the word, substance, substantial, mitzis, and therefore diminished energy. Now he's going on to Midas. And now remember, Midas and Keiches HaOdam is Zah in Atzilus. So here we go, this is, the, this is a chapter that helps us also decipher. Chachma Bina is an idea conception and a development of the idea. Mzah is midas. Now, now we continue. Va'achakach b'zah. V'koshkin b'malchus and then afterwards v'achakach b'zah and then afterwards comes zah which is the midas. Chesed through Yisod. V'koshkin b'malchus and even more so malchus. Shosham ikiri inakelim so as we go down the gradation, Bina is diminished compared to Chochmah and Zah, and even more so Malchus, because Malchus is just referred to Malchus with the Yam. There, 
this Malchus, which is the Yam, there the containers, that's where the primary union of containers are, as you just said, Malchus is the main concealer. Ha'er sham b'miyad b'yeser. The energy there is very diminished. Right, one second. Yeah. I just want to um, qualify this, because I'm sure someone's going to come up with a question. Now, why do you say that? When you say yam, yam is much more intense than, than yabasha. Yam is, Ahmed uh, said, the hidden energies. So he's not talking here about yam per se. If you live in the yam, you have a connection to that. Ahmed Iskash is very intense, but for us, it's concealed. So within Malchus, there's a lot of power. But uh, what he's talking here is the concealing part. That's the kalim part. And that's where it's diminished. In its, in its, in the filter element, not the, the level itself. The level of yam has very high levels. But connection to us, it, it's, it, it uh, gathers and conceals. And therefore, there the energy is very much diminished. Okay. He's now going to explain another thing. Remember, we're talking all about structure. So he's literally going through mathematical and spatial structures as they are in the spiritual realm, which is Atsilas. So he's saying like this, that now with this we'll understand that we find a contradiction. Sometimes, sometimes we find some places, that in the higher levels you have a higher, a greater number, a larger multitude. As you go down in levels, spiritually speaking, conceptually speaking, the number gets diminished. We'll, we'll, we'll explain, he's going to explain this. And sometimes you find the opposite. The higher you go, the more one it is. All the way to Hashem Echad. And when you, when you go downward, there it spreads into many, many details. Sometimes it says the opposite. He's going to say like, here. As we know in the structure of numbers, you have units, Yechidus, 1 through 10. Asidus is 10 through 100. And Meis is like 100 through 1,000. So the first is like, go through 1, 1, 2, 3, 4, 10. Then comes 10, 20, 30, 40. And 100 starts jumping by 100. 100, 200, 300, 400. It's the structure of numbers. The issues of the Hebrew alphabet work this way. Al through Yud is Yechidus. Yud through Kuf is, uh, is tens. And Kuf, Reish, and Tov is, four, is 100, 200, 300, 400. So you have basically this, this structure. So it's known in this, in this structure. The Yechidus by Malchus. Units identify with Malchus. That's a lower level. Lower level. Vasidus Bizarre. Midas and Zah is where you have the tens. And Meis Bechachma Bina. This is for example, I don't know if he's going to bring it back. Yeah, he does bring it. Okay. Chayesara. When you say Meia, the S in Vesheva Shanim, there you have Meia. He's going to explain that. But sometimes it says the opposite. Oh no no I'm sorry it's not the opposite this is just another way another another explanation that works this way it says oi or another way yichidus hein units are in the za or malchus not just malchus zah malchus the second interpretation vasidus is a chachman bina 
Umeya, the hundred, is in Keser. So we have two interpretations here. One is that the units are Malchus, tens are in Zah, and hundreds are in Chacham Bina. The other one's a little higher. Units are Zah and Malchus. Meya is in um, Asiris, rather. Tens are in Chacham Bina, and Meya is even higher Keser. As it's known and what it says in the Pasuk in Chai Sarah, that Chai Sarah lived, the years of Sarah, she lived 100 years, 20 years, and 7 years, you know, it's, a, it's, it's, it's a, phrased in a strange way, could have just said, So clearly you see three categories here 100 years, 20, 7. The Sheva Bazaar. That seven, the number seven, which is units, is in Midas, in Zah. The Esrim is in Chachman Bina, Umeya Bikasar. Like he just explained. Like it says in Zayah that Abishter, Diskal, who interconnects Masari law, Diskal Masari law, Diskal. I don't know if it interconnects this skull that encompasses. No, no, this skull must say he, this skull, he creates, he causes from a higher place. Asari law is a higher source. Stima de Kostima, a higher source, which is Stima de Kostima means hidden from all the hidden, concealed from all the concealed, but Raza in the secret of the Mayabrachan. The hundred blessings. So we know we talk about the hundred blessings, you know, Bechol Yem. So hundred blessings. That number hundred is coming from that high source. That's Dimit Chosim. As is discussed elsewhere at length, the explanation of this Zayhar that's referring to the hundred. So we see from here that a hundred, the higher number, comes from a very high place. And now we go even further. Beyond hundreds, there's also thousands and ten thousands. Elephant there's more levels. There's a gam elephant They're also on the highest level in Kesser. Like it says in the Maimah, that's So we see from this bottom line is that the higher you go, the higher, the greater the number. Now it says sometimes the other way around. and sometimes that the smallest number is in the highest levels. Dafke specifically. And the lower you go, the larger the larger the number. And it gives an example. Like we say in Pesach Chaliyo, from the we say, you are one, and not in any calculated way, not in any type of numbered way, not in any way that you can count, not a countable way. How do you do a Shazov Dafka? It's known, and this is known, that this is the level of inner Keser, the inner dimension of Keser. So here we see the opposite, that the higher you go, Chad, it's oneness. And in this, in this, in this, in this, in these places where it explains it, the opposite is that the primary multitude of numbers is in Malchus. Like it says, 
Ki elof shana be'nechel k'yeim esma. That a thousand years in your eyes is like a passing day. It's like yesterday. What does this mean? The yeim echad the zah. One day of zah. Malchus baba malchus of zah. Baba malchus b'misper elof. It means that the higher you go, the more concentrated it is. So one day, when you go lower levels, for us it appears a thousand. In Malchus it appears a thousand. In Zah it's only Yayim Echad. Only one day. So we have here basically a contradiction. I don't call it a contradiction, it's just two ways that it's explained. He's going to now explain that, that, that it's very consistent. And this is based on what he said earlier. Because what really he was going to say is depends on what you're talking about. If you're talking about the multitude of the containers, we're talking about the power of the energy. So you're talking about quality or quantity. And this is what he's going to say now. And explained elsewhere, that this difference, these two approaches, whether the numbers get diminished as you go down, or the numbers expand as you go downward, is dependent on the difference between energies and containers. The Mitzada Eres, from the perspective of energies, called Mashallah Maila Mispiramarubi From the perspective of energy, the higher you go, the, the more you have. The number is greater. Which means they have more, it's not that they have more numbers, more individual pieces, components. That, that it means that, it's, that they have an intensity, an abundance of energy. That's what means more. More qualitatively. From the perspective of air. And from the perspective of energy, the lower you go. The lower you go, the more diminished becomes the energy in the revelation. That's the perspective of energy. Perspective of containers, Mitzada Kalim, the perspective of containers, who Hamut. The higher you go, the less of a number you have. What does that mean? It's referring to the, the, you have less containers. You have less containers. And the lower you go, the more the containers multiply. And delve into what we learn later, what we'll discuss later, chapter 86. And he's going to give an example. For example, the transmission of intelligence, of an idea, of seichel, from a teacher to a student. The teacher does not transmit the intelligence, the idea, as it's as he understands it within himself, where he waits to him. Like Ephes could say only a small measure, only a small tip of the iceberg. Ephes means Ephes could say a tip of the an edge, barely an edge of what is really concealed within him. The same with the student when he transmits to a, even a weaker student or a lesser student, a lower level student. He also does not transmit the way it's within him, the idea. Which means, clearly, that energy diminishes as we go downward. That's the process of how you teach. 
So we see from this, that's from the perspective of energy, of the idea, the concept, where's the larger number, so to speak, where's there more intense energy in the teacher. And it gets diminished as it flows downward. But from the perspective of containers, of Mitzat HaKelim, from the perspective of containers, as he's going to say, the more the, the transmission comes, the more it descends, the more words, the more letters are used. It's with many more letters, and with many more explanations and concepts. That the teacher on his own does not need all these details. The only reason they're coming is because of the recipient, which means it's a container thing. So the recipient, from the recipient, from the container's point of view, the more you go down, the more containers you have. The more details, the more letters, the more explanation. From perspective of energy, the number is higher above. And the same thing is in higher levels, even higher levels, the energy is abundant and the containers are minimal. And the more it extends and transmits lower, the more you have the abundance of containers and the diminishing of the energy. That's the way it works. And they're interdependent. These two factors are interdependent. This one's dependent on this one. Interdependent. The beginnings meet a kelim That when you have diminished containers, you have intense energy. And when the containers are um, multiplied or many, the energy gets diminished. So Habahatalia really means both things. More energy, less containers. More containers, less energy. It's not what he just said here, that's the thing. He said when there's less containers, there's more energy. And when there's more containers, there's less energy. Okay. I would think Habahatalia would have said, Okay. I guess the interdependence is both ways. From both perspectives. Understand what I'm asking? The language that should have been interdependent would seem that the way you would say it. What's the difference? Huh? It's a subtle, it's not a difference technically, but it's a difference in language. Hobotali usually means that Right, that like when you have a higher, more energy, you have less container. The other way around is less, the more container, less energy. Here he's saying, when you have less to container, you have more energy. When you have more container, you have less energy. That's just a matter of language. The idea is the same. I'm just saying, hobahatalia sounds usually more where, right? Exactly. It, it, you begin with the kalim, and here you begin with the air. Here he's beginning both of them with the kalim, depending whether the kalim are more or the kalim are less. No, seriously, it's just an interesting usually is what I just said, right? usually means it can come from you or it can come from me and, it's, and whatever, whoever starts here, it looks a little more like the containers are the ones that determine it, so to speak. But, that, but yeah, no, we discussed it. Definitely both are correct. I'm just being, you know, I'm fine nitpicking here, but 
The only thing is, you could speak, like for example, what makes the energy actually diminished? Because now the teacher knows he's going to a container, he's going to a student. So he has to create more containers. So he has to diminish the energy. So it's not rooted in the... He doesn't, it's not like his interest is diminishing his energy. That's not the goal. The goal is to reach the student. To do so, you need to have more containers. If you have more containers, you automatically diminish the energy. In other words, God's interest is not diminishing energy. It's because he wants something. Why, or else, maybe that's why he's emphasizing it this way. You know what I'm saying? In other words, the goal is not diminishing energy. The goal is to create containers. You have a tzimtzum, not because God wants a tzimtzum. You have a tzimtzum for it to make sense to us how... Can infinite energy become leave room for identity like us? So tzimtzum is in order to get that done. But it ends up being that both are dependent on one another. Where there is more energy, yeah, that may be the point here. Because why would anyone want to diminish energy? Only a sadist would want to do that, right? Stamaze, good. This is what it says in the future. That the child at 100 years talks about it talks about the length of how long we'll live in those years. So he says, what does this mean? Nar, child, is referring to the level of katnus. Katnus means Immaturity usually, but katnus also means smallness. So, so there's diminished a diminished amount of energy. but he will be elevated. comes. This person, this child, who is a katnus and with diminished energy, will be elevated to the level of a hundred. Which is higher than zikna v'seva, because we say ben shishim l'zikna, ben shivim l'seva, right? Then when you're sixty, you 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 you, you uh, merit zikna, which is sage, the sage zikna elder elder age, and then seva is ben shishim, is even higher than that. Shu shishim v'shivim shana. That's when you turn sixty and you turn seventy. Kumashikasu yimeshin asayin abem shivim shana, like it says. That your, the years within them will be 70 years. In Begvuras it says, Shmeinim Shana. 80. Umeya Lamailam is that. 100 is higher than that. So, interesting interpretation here. In other words, he's talking like this that from the level of containers, we said the higher numbers below, but from the level of energy, it's above. So, you have here Nar, who will have lesser containers. Lasid Lavi, he'll be able to reach more energy. You won't have to diminish it like you do for a student. He'll be able to reach a level that's higher than, than 70, 60 and 70. And this is what it says, that children will make the faces will basically insult and humiliate the elders and turn them white, like make them pale. That's what it means. Not in the children, the younger, the youth, will cause the Pnei Skenim to become pale, flushed. Because they will be, this is what the Gemara says, that when Mashiach, Iqvist the Mashiach, the end of the days, you have chutzpah yazga, which means there'll be a lot of chutzpah, because it's referring to this verse, that the young will make the olders, embarrass the older ones, the older people. 
the Nodim Hiyulam Ailam is Kainim. That the youth will be higher than Kainim. Here you go. The Rebbe Rashab is planting the youth revolution of Tem Chetmimim. Kala Yetzel Machamiz Bez David. Right here. Mazakst of them. Because he's talking about, so usually your thesis as a negative. But, because even for Mashiach, it's not considered a good sign. It's considered chutzpah, it's considered inappropriate. So he's saying here that actually has a virtue. Because the Nodim, the young, will be higher than the Skenim. Because Skenim are 60 and 70. And the young are going, a Nod will be made by Meir. So the youth will bring an energy that will be even higher than this Skenim. Yeah, revolution. Because before the Rebbe Rashab, you have to remember the center of Chassidim were older Chassidim. You don't even have a name of one Bokhar that lived in the time of the Alter Rebbe. First of all, there was no yeshiva really. So the people who surrounded around the Alter Rebbe were big scholars and great. I mean, there may have been some students, but uh, but the Rebbe Rashab was was in all in all the generations who went in to say a maimer, to hear a maimer from the Rebbe. It was the the, the, the Alter Chassidim. A young guy didn't, uh, an avrach, you couldn't just get in. There was a whole passion. Hill Parcher had to sneak in, etc., etc. They didn't let you in. The Alter Rebbe had a chederishin, a chedersheni. Basically, if all Chassidic Chabad were around today, then none of us would get in. Because you had to know Shas and Poskim and Amun uh, and Kuzi and a few other uh, Sparim that some people don't even know their names. So it would be, that was then. But now is now. <laughs> now that was Bazibi Ha'ed. <laughs> Um, but the Rebbe Rashab went and created a revolution was built a yeshiva and he says he's not building a yeshiva in order to have another yeshiva there's enough yeshivas he's building a yeshiva to create a revolution it's clear we're going to war and he predicted what's going to happen in the 20th century that there'll be this right speaks about two different types of uh, darkness that will descend and we need to have soldiers that will become the warriors against that basically planted the seeds that the Rebbe used to make Shluch the foresight of that is itself a whole Pasha that he was such vision the, 19, the Sikh that he said was 1901 actually Simchus Teda literally a year before the Rebbe was born Okay, and he established the yeshiva and he turned around things that the center of Chabad, the power, was the young. Even though El Tuchsidim, with all due respect to them. So maybe this is part of what's going on here. The Indian who, now he's explaining what does this mean. So what we have here is that the lower number, not as younger in age than Skanim. So it's lower number because it's Katnus. Because in Kalim, it's diminished. But he will reach, he will be given, and be elevated to the energies with his abundance above. So the interesting thing, it's not doesn't say here that the containers will become a hundred. The containers will get the energy that comes from the hundred. So in other words, what, he, what till now he was saying was the two different approaches was that from the perspective of energy and intensity, there's much more abundance above. and has to be diminished to come down. From the perspective of containers, there's more containers below. But the interpretation of and that's the meaning behind what he said. Um, uh, you know, all different things he explained. But but when he talks about Nar ben Meishana, he's going according to the, the approach that air is higher. And the Nar has less. 
not that Nara is more. And he will get that energy. Just want to emphasize that. That he's talking now that the air is higher. But he'll get he'll get that, blessed lovey, and therefore will be higher than the skating, which are only sixty and seventy. For Inyan. What's the Inyan in this? We just talked about the chutzpah of the youth. Not Pineskanim, not in Pineskanim Yalbinu. The Inyan who dehini Shivim Shon and Zayin Tachtein is the Kasser. The 70 years, Shivim is what he says, what he said in the Pasuk that he says. What's 70? That's the seven lower levels of Kasser. Let me explain what this is. In, in, the, in the prophecies, there's the Pasuk of Ahoyah. Er Kishivas Er generally refers to the energy that exists in the first seven days of existence, meaning the first week. It's referred to a particular level of energy, and that's a more intense energy, similar to what it says that Adam and Chava, Adam was able to see from one end of the world to the other because the energy then was on a different level. So Er Shenivra B'Yem Rishon is a very higher level. Then there was the Erashivis Yom. It's even a higher level than the energy or light as we have it today. First Shabbos, for example, was all light. There was no night. The sun did not set that Friday night. It says, It's 36 hours, that air. So it was a higher state of revelation, basically. What is it in Kabbalah, in Sphiris? It's Keser. But not all Keser. It's the lower, seven lower levels. Zayin Tachtenis. There's another structure in spheres. Sometimes Gimel Rishenus is Chabad. Zayin Tachtenus is not is Zayin Malchus. So Gimel Rishenus is Chabad, three and Chacham Bina Das. Zayin Tachtenus is Chesed through Malchus. Sometimes the structure is Zayin Malchus, which is six and one. But here it's so. What are the seven lower levels of Chesed? That's the seven, the energy of the seven days. So it's a verse, and it's explained in Kabbalah and Chassidus as a particular type of energy. So it's a high. That's Shivim Shana. Why seventy? Because seven times ten. In general, these numbers are always multiplied by 10 because the Zayin have all the 10 spheres within them. doesn't always have to spell it out. Umeya, now what's Meya Shana? We just said, we said, Meya is the Gimel Rishenis of Kesar. Remember, earlier we said that the hundreds are in Kesar and even the thousands and the ten thousands are in Kesar. Uh, he said, Now he's saying, Breaking it further down, 70 is the seven lower levels of Kesser, of the crown, and 100 is the three top ones. question is, why is that 100? You could either say because seven, because three means three plus seven, so it's 10 times 10 is 100. That's probably the reason. In other words, when he says Gimel Roshanis, it means also the Gimel Roshanis. That 70 is just the seven times 10, and the Gimel Shainis adds three more, so therefore it's 100. I think that's what he means, but we'd have to look it up in the sources. So let's suffice it for now. But practically, that's the level of the Banan Meishah. That the Nar, who is younger in age, and his containers are far smaller than those above him, even more than, smaller obviously than Skenim and Zikna and Seva, which is 60 and 70. So he will elevate Lasid Lave in the future. Hanab Meshana, he will elevate to the level of the three higher Gimurishain is the first three of Kesar. Again, this is Kabbalistic, it's just he's using technical language 
to, to, to ground the whole subject in the sources. This doesn't have explanation per se, but basically he's referring to what he said earlier, that the higher you go in energy, the more the number, the more intensity, as he put it. The lower you go, diminished. From a container's perspective, it's the other way around. And now he's bringing this whole thing with Nar ben Meyashana. Is referring to this Nar, who's on the lower level in containers, will access and be able to uh, the hundred, which is the highest levels of Kesar. Whereas the others, the people, Zikr and Seva, people who have 70 years, only can access the seven lower levels of Kesar. This is what it and as Akshav, he's not talking about Lossad Lavi now. Now, what's happening now, this is what the elevation of man, the growth of a human being, the, prog- the growth of a human being today. The Mishnah says in Perkyavis, huh? Progress. Yeah, the progress. Uh, there's also the evolution, the growth. Um, the, so, so the Mishnah says, the Ovis. The end of Perikei, this is the end of the fifth chapter. The f- when you're five, it's the learning Chumash, learning Mikra, Pasuk, the, the verse. Ten years you learn Mishnah, and goes all the way up. Then he goes with Nasada, and Ben Chamesh Asal the Gemara, Mishmin Asal the Chupa, Ben Asim the Kayach, Mishleishim the Gvura, Ben Aboyim the Bina, Ben Chamishim the Eitzah, then goes Zikna Seva. All the way till Ben Meya, when you turn 100, Yach Ki'ilu Mes V'Avru Batl Mina'ilam. So the Mishnah's language is like he's, he's as if he's dead. V'Avru Batl. And he's moved on. And Batl Mina'ilam is, is like beyond the world. Batl. We call Ever Batl. Literally means senile. Yeah, removed. But he's going to say here that it's a higher level. It's the highest level. The Hikshram of Farshim and the commentaries ash, Ari Bemishnah Zayis, Choshiva called Maila Sa'adam. And this Mishnah is counting everything is about the virtues, the virtues, huh? the qualities of a human being. Sha'ilim, Madregel, Madregel, how he grows and progresses from level to level. Except the last one, Umahu, Hamaila Bezeshek Ilomas, what exactly is the virtue that he's almost like dead and ever bottle and, and the beyond and so on? This is what it means, this is a chazal, that today you can't see certain things. They're able to see the revelation that today we cannot see. The Lashon is, what's the full Lashon? Hashem says to Moshe, no man can see me and live. You cannot live in this world, the Sham Beguv, and see the divine, see God's face. But when you don't have the. So what's mess? This means, referring to what means, what can't you see? It means the, es- the essence of the divine. And this is referring to that man cannot see me and live. But in death they do see me. And this is now the mile in the Mishnah that's actually the highest mile of all, the highest virtue. This is when you reach a hundred, 
you become, you become like mess, which means that the ability to see something you cannot see while you're so-called manifest in your body in the full sense of the word. Something to look forward to. When that stage comes, you can look forward to it. Not today. Everything in its time. If a Ben Chamesh is going to be a Ben Shemesh L'chupa, that's not necessarily good. Everything in its time. A lot of people are scared of old age. Huh? They are because they live in the bodies, and they're then so the body says when your body person as your body ages you you age, but if you're a neshama person as your body ages you become a neshama. It's a it's a Rashi in Pasha Bechukaisa. It's Kainim Amiratsim fools as they get older. They their minds go and their minds get sharper. A guy told me he plays uh, golf all day. He was a very, I mean, I know him many years. He said, I said, what are you doing playing golf? How can it's like, I mean, you can enjoy it, but it's like, he says, I'm preparing for death. He says, you know, a golf course is very similar to a cemetery. It's a lot of, a lot of rolling grass with little holes. <coughs> so he told me. So it's like what Mark Twain said, that he wants to live the last years in Manchester because it'll make the transition to death easier. That's what he said. So there are transitions. That's, I found that to be very funny. Why Manchester? No, because it's a very, very depressed and boring place. <laughs> yeah, it's not the, the, the it's not the city. <laughs> very boring and industrial. So, uh, you have to go there. You can see. You'll see. We have shluchim there too. So here we're talking about the nar, but that's the whole. Uh, oh, let, let, let's see. Let's just finish. This is what it means that in your lifetime, in your world, Elamcha. Now I'm sorry, your world, your it usually means Elam Haba, you'll see in your lifetime. So this is what it means. Bichayecha you'll have the misasa. Yeah, what the advantage. If you could be young and still see beyond. Exactly. Yeah. So that's what the Rebbe Rashab did with Tem Khitmim. You know how? Only in one way. If you become a soldier in the Yitzel Muhammad's base David. If not, you're just going to be your own Ananda Yanyunga Pishar. Right. Fahainuli Yesi Ben Meya, which means that when he becomes Ben Meya, 100, she is Salabkin's Primis Akasar. And he elevates the Primis Akasar. Isn't the time over here? He's trying to say that Mamea, these numbers are representative of the different levels. Right, Obviously, it's levels, but uh, but in time, Ben Chomish means literally Ben Chomish means a Ben Meya. The mission is saying can reach a virtue, the virtue well, of. Not, I wouldn't say that. I would say that it is a level that you reach when you're when you're growing in a healthy way, just like Ben Ben uh, that uh, Gera Rebbe said. That's don't be worried about We're talking about someone that does. He's basically explaining the Mishnah that there's it's an elevation. There's a higher elevation when you turn a hundred. The Rebbe means it means kibshuti. It doesn't necessarily only mean spiritually. For sure. Why would you say that? That's the opposite of the Mishnah. Well, if you because you were out when we learned what happens to Osad Lavi, it says the Nar Ben Meishana. It does say Osad Lavi. That's why it's Achshav is this way. Osad Lavi it says Hanar Ben Meishana, and he explains that the Nar Taka will have the power of Meir. He said that before. It's not, it's only be that's what Bapashtus. That's the pasuk. Yeah. 
I mean, can you have a me'ein zeh? Listen, when you connect, you can always have a ruchni, me'ein, everything. But the same thing is because by Chomish Lomikra have the milus of Ben Aboim Labina. Technically not, you know, no matter what he does. But that's another discussion anyway. That's why That's the level of being Bameya that he relevates. That's so no, it's, it's also elevation. He answered the question. And this is through the preparation. You have to go through 70 years. But he said before that your Yedimashin Asenabahem. The, the days of your years are what? Are 70. That's the refinement of the animal soul. Seventy years is designated, the time. Seventy are connected to seven midas. Before he said 70 was seven lower levels. Also the seven midas of Keser. So we spoke before that Nefesh Abam is primarily midas, emotions. Each unit of ten, right? One second. Each unit of ten is Mabana Malamida. Okay, yeah, the Midas, like you said in the previous chapter. Um yeah, exactly. Yeah. Seven as soon as you say seven you mean seventy. Because it's always broken by ten. Okay. Yeah, ten times seven. Basically you're saying that the year including the first ten years of the kids of the, the person's life. That he's Mabada another he was Mabada one of the Midas. Why not? Everything, I mean, everything in its stage. The 70 years as a total. It doesn't say exactly what year you start, but 70 years as a total. It's not, he didn't break it down that every 10 years you invite another midah. He's just saying in 70 years, you, those 70 years, you have to cover all, he basically is given to you, designated to you in order for you to refine the animal soul. He's explained something. And when you refine and cleanse and you... Uh, Pick apart the bavada. You um, extract the, the, the seven negative, the seven evil, seven negative emotions of the animal soul. So there you go. That's the Aved. You then merit to the level that what you can see ben meya misasan. And that's the ben meya that you reach ben meya, the level of kesser. We have the abundance of energy. So basically, he explained this whole process. Okay, let's do the kitzur now. Kitzur, the summary. An example of this above, the The container of chachma is a very subtle, very nothingness. Because the container of chachma is a very subtle one, therefore it's an abundant energy. Bina is already a yesh personality, substance, substantial. He that's the level of a, that, that level is diminished energy. and it conceals the energy of chachma. That's why lasid you'll have the waving the hand over the river in order to split bina to reveal the chachma that it conceals. And then you, as you go down, is even more diminished. That's why at times higher you have a smaller number. From the perspective of containers, the higher you go, the less is the number. And sometimes the other way around. That above is the higher number. 
That's from the energy perspective. This is the meaning of ben hundred. He's like as if he's a mess, as if he's beyond, he's dead. Hainu. Interesting in the parentheses. Hainu bit like Haley Vuribeir. Hmm, he adds something, bitl. That's the bottle. Over a bottle minayelam. An interesting addition here. Because when you turn 100, you become weaker in many ways. The Rebbe interprets this also this way, that over a bottle minayelam, because you're older, you don't focus so much on gashmis. You know, you've already gone through that ego, gashmis, the stage. He's saying here, so he's saying, before he just said that through this, through mirvara, the mid of 70 years, you come to a point of refinement, so you can reach the kesa, the premius of kesa. That's kilo uh, mes, misosan That you see the divine. You can see something that you can't see when you're alive, meaning alive in this context, in magushim, in the material. Now he's adding the bitl hakeli, kilo mes and bitl hakeli, which is the inter, that's the, inter, the interdependence. It's less keli, and therefore ribu Less keli also when you mavar the mid of the behema, you have less kelim because you're weakening the the, the kelim. Well, osid hanar ben meish yisal b'chinas kesser and laosid. Interesting here he reversed the order. Laosid will have that the nar ben meish the nar the young person with the diminished containers will reach the level of kesser, which is higher than seventy and, and sixty and seventy. Okay, some so bottom line is. It's a definition of the structure of the, of, the, of Atzilus, and he explained what he said. We said earlier the faculties of the soul. We've now established in the ten spheres that essentially every level is a diminished state. And he also explained the idea of the numbers, of how it works. The higher is more energy, the lower is and, and less containers. The lower is more containers and less energy. That's basically the structure. So we'll stop here. Chapter 34. We did page 57 through 59. In Hemshech Haim Beis, Discourse 9.